0: Uh, We want to celebrate and uh, give God the praise that God so richly and rightfully deserves. So thank you, Scott, for playing that appropriate song for this time. Take me to the water to be baptized. praise for april she's saying this water is hot so i'm gonna get her in and out all right april have you accepted jesus christ as your lord and savior and do you want, want to be baptized and become a part of the saint paul church amen before us little Grayson Sanders let the church say amen amen Grayson have you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and do you want to be baptized and be a part of the st. Paul church amen I'm gonna ask that the family and friends of Grayson would you stand I didn't ask April family to stand because she was hot in this water I was trying to get her in and out all right all right family of Grayson, would you please stand or any friends of Grayson, would you please stand He like, he like, I got asthma. I ain't trying to be under this water alone. No, we ain't gonna hold you on the water alone. Hold your arms, praise you, like this. Alright. Praise you. Basically, special. Praise you special faith Jesus Christ says your Lord and Savior. Y'all see how fast I'm saying that. We baptize you in the name of the Father, Son.
1: I baptized him so good his flip-flops came off. Good morning to those watching us this morning. If you're watching on Facebook, Vimeo, YouTube, or engaging with us on a live chat room, log on to our church website at St. Paul Online. Our digital ministers and social media influencers are ready to engage with you this morning. Real quick, uh, while you're watching with us and engaging with us, let us know where you're watching from. So if you're watching on Facebook, share with your personal timeline you can tag those whom you would like to invite on your personal time, on your personal timeline. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to our channel and then text the link, text the link to uh, this worship service to your personal network. And if you're in our chat on our church website, click on the invite button and your chat window and share this experience with others. Good morning, St. Paul. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. From the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, the name of the Lord shall be praised. Is there anybody in this place this morning that is will- that's ready and willing to worship? Come on, y'all. I know it's cold outside, but God has been good. I know it's fuss- this week has been frustrating, but God woke you up this morning. He started you on your way. He richly, enri- he deserves the praise. He deserves the honor. Put those blessed hands together as we honor God. God in our opening hymn, lift every voice and sing. Good. lesson this morning is found in second Peter the first chapter we will be reading verses 16 through 21 and I will be reading from the New King James version and it reads "For we did not follow cunningly devised fables would be made known to you the power and the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but we but were eyewitnesses of his majesty. For he received from God the father honor and glory when such a voice came to him from the excellent glory. To this, my beloved son, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. And when we heard the voice which came from heaven, when we were with him on the holy mountain. And so we have the prophetic word confirmed, which you do well to heed as the light that shines in the dark in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts, knowing this first that no prophecy of scripture is any private interpretation prophecy never came by the will of men man but holy men God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit the word of God for the people of God let us go to God in prayer eternal God our father we thank you this morning for another day God we thank you for your grace and your mercy God we thank you that you gave us another chance Now, God, breathe on us this morning because you met us here and because your presence is already here, God, we're going to worship you. God, we're going to give you the praise that you richly and rightly deserve. God, we thank you because you have provided so much for us. Jehovah Jireh, our provider. Let us not forget the things that you have done. So, God, as we lift our hands and as we open our mouths and as we open our hearts to worship God, God, pour into us this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated.
0: I think that our God deserves a better praise than that. Not an applause, but a praise. Let me help somebody with that. Not an applause, but a praise. Not an applause, but a praise. Not an applause, but a praise. And you praise the Lord with your lips, with your mouth. Somebody say hallelujah. Somebody say hallelujah. Somebody say hallelujah. Hallelujah. bless the lord in this place bless the lord in this place hallelujah hallelujah good morning disciples of saint paul and good morning to our wonderful guests who are worshiping with us and those that are joining us on our various platforms we greet you with jesus joy We have the blessing of doing two things um, before I give uh, my observations and recognize our uh, black organizations. We have two young people who were baptized into the family of God. Amen. Amen. And we have a baby dedication as well. So let's give the Lord praise for that. And so at this particular time, I'm going to ask... That uh, April and Grayson, would you come forward as we prepare to present you with your Bibles and your certificate? Amen. These are some incredible young people. And whenever we're able to baptize young people into the family of God, it is definitely a blessing. It is definitely a blessing. And so I want to say to uh, April and to Grayson, thank you all for allowing us to have this opportunity. Now, here is something I want to impress upon you. You don't have to do this again. Amen. Because we want to make sure that you understand what has happened to you today. So when you get to be in your 20s or 30s or whatever, and you're not here at St. Paul, you don't have to get baptized again because we're going to help you to understand why you were baptized today. You were baptized into the family of God. And you're also part of our church. And so with that, you have gifts and graces and talents we want to utilize. There's a place for you here at St. Paul. One of the places that we want you to understand is that there is, of course, a place where you can learn more about God. That's Sunday Morning Live as well as our Bible study and as well as being a part of our youth church. So what we want to do is we want to present you with Bibles that are age appropriate and give you a certificate. So you have two birthdays now. Press your mom and dad for that, two birthdays, all right? The day you were actually born and today your spiritual birth, all right? So, to April, this is your Bible and your certificate. And to Grayson, this is your Bible and your certificate. And we wanna thank you all for allowing us to share in this wonderful day. You all handle baptism well. Can we give them a round of applause? Come on, let's celebrate. April and Grayson. Amen. Amen. You may return to your seat. Amen. Also at this time, we want to um, ask that the family of Nyla Simone Milan Blake uh, will come forward uh, as we prepare to dedicate her At this time, amen. The whole family, you can come, the whole family can come, amen. right here all right mom and dad all right I want you all to come right here grandparents all right grandparents come around here who are the godparents we have all right you the godmother yes. all right um anyone else that you you, you the auntie yes. hey listen we need aunts and uncles amen <laughs> it, it takes a whole village It takes a whole village. It takes a whole village. Um, Let me say to to this family, it is a joy for us to be able to dedicate Nyla. And we don't take that for for granted. And um, we are honored and humbled that you all would allow for us to share in this wonderful occasion with you all. And so you all are called really to be the best parents that you can to Nyla. Um, best parents, grandparents, you're called to spoil them and send them back. All right. Amen. Godmother, do you know what you're supposed to do? Ooh, bless your heart. She said, make sure she know the Lord. Amen. Amen. You're the first person I asked that question and got it, got it right. All right. It's your responsibility to ensure the religious nurturing of Nyla, just in case the parents don't take them to church. So you got a church home, right? Praise the Lord. All right. All right. Nyla wants the bottle. Now, Nyla, go ahead and get that last drink in before we get it in, baby. Get it in. Get it in before we before we lift you up. All right. Ah. <laughs> uh, thank you. Jonathan and um Taylor, it it is. My hope and prayer that you all will have the tools necessary to religiously nurture this child, to love her unconditionally, to pray for her and be the best parents that God would have for you to be. Okay? So, do you promise to love Nyla unconditionally and be the best parents that God has equipped you to be? If so, say we do. We do. All right. To the rest of the family and friends that are here, do you promise to pray? For these parents and encourage them as they raise their children if so say we do. we do I'm going to ask that our church family would stand at this time do you as a congregation promise to lift these parents up and to pray for them as they will do the best they can to raise Nyla in the fear of the Lord If so say we do we do. do you give Nyla? The permission to be a child here at the St. Paul Church, with all that comes along with that, so that she will grow in the fear of the Lord and come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. If so, say we do. Amen. At this time, I'm gonna ask if you all would bow your heads for a word of prayer. God, we come right now and we thank you for Nyla, her life. We thank you for her parents who have brought her here. To be dedicated. We thank you for this church that provides space for children to grow up and to come to the knowledge of who you are in their own faith. And so, Lord, right now, in the name of your son Jesus, bless Nyla. We give her back to you because she's a gift from you. Show yourself strong and mighty, oh God, as only you can in her life, that one day she will come to the knowledge of who Jesus Christ is. And it's in his name we pray, amen. amen. She has already learned black girl magic. I had my hand on her head and she moved it. <laughs> She's like, don't be touching my hair. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Nyla, you ready for this, sweetie? Okay, all right. All right. Let me do this. Right. Nyla, we dedicate you in the name of the Father. And in the name of the Son, shake those hands, yo. Yeah. <laughs> and in the name of the Holy Spirit. We have um, a certificate that we want to give you all that will be com- that will remind you and commend this day. Thank you all for allowing us to share in this wonderful uh, occasion as far as your child is concerned. And may the Lord bless you. You may return to your seats and you all may be seated. Let's give God praise. Amen. Amen. As we move forward in our worship experience, we don't take for granted all that have joined. Of course, we're continuing our Black History theme. But before we do that, uh, do we have any children that are in here between the ages of five to 18 children and youth if so you're more than welcome to go to our youth church that is being handled by minister joshua jordan so any children or youth that are in the church would you if you want to go to youth church would you stand you can make your way to youth church at this time any children or youth that want to go to youth church Amen. God bless you. All right. I need somebody to make sure that that young man gets to youth church. If you haven't checked in already. All right. Come on. Let's give the Lord praise. We have others. All right. Joshua will make sure they're they're they're, They are well instructed and well treated. All right. Let's give the Lord praise for our young people as they make their way to youth church. Amen. 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 Um, Of course, next Sunday is, of course, our what we call Wakanda Sunday. And we're asking that you all wear African attire on next Sunday. And we're going to have a guest preacher. And it's going to be the Reverend Dr. Stephen Blunt of the First Baptist Church, Mayhan in Suffolk, Virginia. He's been here before, gifted and a gracious preacher. And he's going to bless us with the word on next Sunday. Amen. The office is going to be closed tomorrow for President's Day, and we will open back up on Tuesday. This Wednesday, this Wednesday, Kaya will return. Kaya will return. This Wednesday, Kaya will return. And at 6.30, 30, the topic is going to be living single. Living single. Living, living single. And I hear sisters and brothers talk about how hard it is to be single in this day, age, and culture with Tinder and all these other dating apps. Y'all can have that. I'm glad I'm married. Uh, I would not want to be trying to find somebody in times like this. So y'all have my prayers and supplications. Amen. <laughs> However, living single, living single. <laughs> I heard somebody say. I heard somebody said that the pool is corrupted. You can add whatever adjective you want to that. The pool is corrupted. Um, but I, 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 I want to impress upon you, check out Kaya, uh, our own uh, sister Ashley. Rozier will be leading that along with uh, Minister Jeffrey Stevenson. And um, uh, they're going to have some some good conversation. And so all of you, we want to impress upon all of you to join uh, that live as far as Kaya is concerned. Scott wants me to let you all know that we're looking for persons, new voices to be part of our music ministry from our children ensemble, young adult ensemble, male chorus, hymn choir. And we are bringing back the mass choir on Resurrection Sunday. Um, amen. So if you're interested, call the office so he can set up an audition. Um, Cause Scott, wants to make sure you can at least halfway sing. All right. All the way sing. All right. All right. So if you sing in the key of Z-sharp and Y-flat, you probably will not be part of the singing ensemble here at St. Paul Church. Um, but I'll let him decide that. Um, also, we want to let you all know that we're continuing to raise um, um, not only funds, but also supplies for our Liberia Giving Circle And a text message was sent out uh, on what is needed today. So we want to make sure that we get a good variety. And I want to impress upon you all. Of course, um, you can leave that as far as uh, the service is concerned, either as you come in or as you go out. Let me just mention that next Saturday from 11 to 1, you can drop off whatever goods you have for our Liberia Giving Circle from 11 to 1 p.m. on next Saturday um, on next Saturday on the first Saturday of March on the first Saturday of March we're going to need volunteers to help us to pack barrels for this endeavor uh, and we would love for a min- as many of y'all that feel led to participate to come and engage in this mission project uh, I know that our women of worth as well as the men of valor will be participating in this endeavor, but also we want to let anyone, anyone that wants to help with uh, preparing those items for shipping, come and join us on that Saturday. Uh, I don't have a time uh, on my schedule, but I'm giving you a time now. Nine o'clock. Nine o'clock. Yeah, nine o'clock. N- nine o'clock. Yeah, they ain't not give me a time. I made a time. Nine o'clock. Uh, 9 o'clock on the first Saturday in March to prepare those items as far as the giveaway is concerned. All right. You can also make donations on our giving platforms and just put it under missions. And if you're writing a check, just put Liberia in the notes and um, you'll get credit as far as that's concerned. Just also want to mention that on this Friday, February 24th from 7 to 9 in the Ray of Hope, Our St. Paul's children and youth will be having its first Bible Bowl. First Bible Bowl, a night of trivia and game fun of competition, fun and prizes. And the theme is the life of Jesus. See Minister Joshua Jordan or a member of our impact team after worship for a study guide. Bring them out on this Friday to test their knowledge of Jesus and allow for them to have fun. Then also we begin in our Lenten season on February 21st. Uh, We have almost 100 people that are signed up to engage in these study groups. Let's give God praise for that. (laughs) Going to be studying the Gospel of Luke, uh, and it's an opportunity for spiritual growth as we talk about the spiritual disciplines of fasting, prayer, and sacrificial giving. Um, So those classes are closed because we have exceeded capacity. And uh, we're looking forward to our leaders providing uh, those groups uh, as far as Lent is concerned. Uh, and let me just say, next month, March Gladness. I want you all to bring family, friends uh, to our March Gladness revival. We got some of the most gifted preachers that are going to join us March the 20th through the 22nd here at the church. We're going to feed you physical food first. So at 5 o'clock, come grab you a bite to eat fellowship in the gym 6:30 doors will open seven o'clock uh we will have our services uh dr Reginald sharp reverend shalita Fumby and dr freddie d haynes the third will be our preachers for that week on monday tuesday and wednesday respectively uh and they're gonna bless you and so we want uh, at least to have a crowd like this Amen. To come and to join us. So I'm trying to get rid of excuses. If your kids have homework, bring them as well. We'll find a place for them to get their homework done and feed them. Amen. And feed them. Let me try that one more time. I thought y'all like to eat around here and feed them. All right. And feed them starting at five o'clock through six thirty. And, um, and then we'll, we'll get spiritual food as far as that's concerned. All right? All right. Now, before we uh, transition to prayer, uh, I see a whole lot of folks in uh, paraphernalia and Greek attire that are here. But before we uh, acknowledge the divine nine, what I want to do is I want to... Uh, I'm trying to figure out how to do this. Uh, if there are black organizations that are known. Y'all know, y'all know I have to qualify that, cause, you know, folks like Scott will make up stuff. If there are black organizations that are known, all right, uh, um, um, black organizations that are known, not something you just created on the spot to come grab the mic. Black organizations that are known, um, what I want you to do, and I'm talking about like Masons, Eastern Stars, NAACP, SCLC, Urban League, all that stuff. If you are representing one of those organizations, I want you to do me a favor. I want you to do me a favor. I want you to come to either the podium to my right or my left. Just ask for anybody that's part of those organizations. Stand. Don't give no long litany or history of your organization. Just call out the name of your organization. Anybody here, you can stand. We'll 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 pat-icate. And sit down, go back to your seat. Is that all right? All right. So any black organizations that are in the house, um, um, if you will come uh, to my right or your, your left and uh, uh, state your organization and uh, have members that are part of that organization stand. Now, I'm going to get the divine nine after that. All right. Come on. Come on. All right. You got your mic? Oh, hold on. Alright, Eastern Stars, would you stand? Any Eastern Stars, Order of the Eastern Stars? Alright. Amen. Amen. All right.
1: The improved, benevolent, protective order of Elks of the World, specifically the Furniture City High Point Lodge number two eighty-two in High Point, North Carolina. All
0: right.
2: The illustrious first. Black organization that lead all other organizations, Prince Hall Masons. Please stand.
0: All right. All my Masonic brothers, would you stand? All right. Amen. Any other organization? All right. National
2: Women of Achievement Excellence, the key to success. If there are any members here, would you please
0: stand? All right. We see you in the back. Amen. All right. All right. All right. All right. Any other organizations? All right. Now, anybody part of the NAACP? If so, would you please stand? All right. All right. Anybody that's part of the Urban League, would you please stand? Any Urban Leaguers? All right. Amen. Amen. All right. Anyone that's part of the SCLC, Southern Christian Leadership Conference, would you please stand? All right. Any other black organizations that we miss that's doing great work in our community? Jack and Jill. Jill. All right. Jack and Jill. All right. We got Jack and Jill. All right. Great. 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 All right. Now for the divine nine. Uh, How should we do this, Scott? Scott, don't you play that (laughs) (laughs) hymn. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't, 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 don't do that. All right, um, but I, I tell you what I will do. I need, I need um, uh, a representative of each organization of the Divine Nine come give your call out to your sorority or to your fraternity, and you can have the members to stand. You can come to the mic, all right? So y'all go ahead and move, and, and, I, and I hate I'm going to have to say this. We in church. <laughs> we're, we're in church so um, yeah 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 we're, we're, we're in church um, so we'll start with um, the men of Alpha Phi Alpha fraternity
3: 1906
0: hey, hey. <laughs> you forgot to have the brothers to
1: stand H- have your
0: brothers to stand, man. The
1: distinguished brothers of the Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity, Incorporated. I said one 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 nine.
0: All right, the ladies of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority, Incorporated, 1908. Where's your representative? She ain't no representative. All right, okay, you got you. Oh, you got to come down. Come on down. Come on down. All right. Come on down. All right.
2: To all the pretty ladies that wear 20 pearls, (laughs) Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated, would you please stand? And can I get a loud
0: All right, to the men, 1911 was a great year. To the men of Kappa Alpha Psi, 1911, the first half. (laughs) A little hate right there, right? No, ain't no hate. Ain't no hate. Okay, go ahead, get check here for a minute.
1: To all the illustrious brothers of the only fraternity that was founded on a predominantly white campus to break down
0: barriers. January 5th, 1911, members of Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated. Yo, yo! <laughs> <laughs> I hate musicians that are part of, <laughs> of the core. To the best fraternity. The brothers of Omega Psi Phi Fraternity. Would you please stand? Hey cues. Hey Q's. Give me a roof. A roof. All right. <laughs> The best fraternity. We may not be the first. I told you, I told you, I told you. We're going to deduct your check. All right. To the ladies of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority 1913 First Lady. Yes, ma'am? Thank you, ma'am. You're welcome. You can move your mask, dear. Let folks see your beautiful face. Hallelujah yes that Coleman love that's right
2: (laughs) with all the wonderful women the devastatingly wonderful and awesome divas of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated please stand
0: oh god that's half the church
2: Yes, it is. <laughs> we appreciate your applause. We know we weren't the fairest, but we are the best. Can I get an ooh? Ooh! <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. To the men of Phi Beta Sigma 1914, any Sigmas in the house? Sigmas. all right to the ladies of zeta phi beta 1920 any zetas in the house so sean ain't here let me see who ain't i I know a whole lot of folks in here all right okay to the ladies of sigma gamma rho 1922 if you're in the house would you please stand Should I even ask for the iotas? Any iotas? Any iotas? 1963 iotas? Iota Phi Theta? 1963. All right. Okay. Well, give yourselves a round of applause. What I want to do is after service, after service, we want to take a uh, group photo of all of our organizations. So quickly make your way down so that we can get a good group picture. And, um... Uh, Continue to celebrate this day. We're getting ready to transition into prayer, and as we transition into prayer, we want to lift up the um, following situations as far as this time is concerned. The family of Vera Brown Flowers, the sister of Dennis Brown, our security, uh, her services will be held today uh, in uh, Statesville, North Carolina. Visitation at one, service at two. The family of Mary Funches, aunt of Lynette Parker. Her services will be this Friday at the Mount Zion Baptist Church in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. The family of Charles Logan. The father of Zanetta Warren, Her service, those, his services are pending. And the family of Reverend Janice Zimmerman, the stepmother of Charlotte Kirkland, her services are pending as well. We want to lift up the family of John Jerome Chapman, brother of Belinda McLaughlin. His services were in Charleston, South Carolina yesterday. We want to lift up the family of Calvin Glenn, the husband of Valerie Glenn. His services were yesterday uh, at Mount Zion Baptist Church in Lawrence, South Carolina. The family of Mrs. Francis B. Dalton, the mother of Deborah Dalton. Her services were at Trinity Episcopal Church in Pine Bluff, Arkansas, and the family of Lamona freeman the niece of deacon sylvia audrey her services were thursday at the life center in national christian church here in charlotte and we want to keep those persons lifted up in prayer we also want to lift up persons who have been through surgery or in hospital deacon audrey sylvia deacon angela mcdonald uh julian dean uh deborah mccullough our pastor emeritus dr paul drummond and his wife uh Thomasina. we continue to lift uh lula mccullough up in prayer, we see Sister Yvonne Pettis. Glad to see you on screen. Anthony Farr, we continue to lift him up. Uh, Reverend Grace Ridgeway. we lift her up. And there will be names that are scrolling up and down our list. Joe Weathers, who continues to improve from hip surgery. We, of course, want to continue to cover and flank him in our prayers. We know that the Lord not only hears our prayers, but we answer our prayers. And so we're going to ask at this time that uh, as we take our concerns to him... Uh, minister uh, Reverend Ben Pate will come and lead us to the throne of grace.
1: Let's go to God in prayer. God, our father, the one who who is our peace. God, who carries us through transition and knows our trouble. God, we pray now for every heavy heart and every bowed down head, God, that are dealing with transition of death and family and even surgery. God, we come to you now just asking you that you just move mightily in their situation. Thank you for being a redeemer, God, when we don't know what to do. God, thank you for being a healer when our bodies are wrapped with pain. God, thank you for being a provider, God, when we have no resources. God, when we feel like we are out of touch, thank you, God, for showing up. Now, God, as you begin to move in these family situations, God, remind them that God, You are a loving God, a present God, and even when it feels like they are alone, God, remind them through the presence of the people that you send them, God, that you are there with them, God. Use the people to speak a word, God. Speak a mighty word to them, God. Encourage them to lift up their bowed-down head, God. When their eyes are filled with tears and their mouths are closed, God, and they have no words to say, God, let them... Let them be reminded that even in our moaning and our groaning, God, you still hear our prayers. So, God, we pray now that you begin to touch, heal, and deliver. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. If you believe that God is answering those prayers, can you give God praise right now? Hallelujah. 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 Sisters and brothers, it is time to give. Amen. It's time to give. And as we prepare to give unto the Lord, we're asking um, that um, you be mindful that there are several ways you can give here at St. Paul Church. First one is by mailing check or money order to the church at the 1401 Allen Street, Charlotte 28205. Or you could drop off check, cash, or money order here at the church, call the church office first at 704-334-5309 and leave your, to make sure someone is here uh, to receive your uh, funds and put them in the safe for the next week's count. You can also give through ACS and Church Life on our website. You can give through the app called Givelify or if you have a physical offering in the house, uh, at the appropriate time, you can give uh, as far as that's concerned. So this is what I want to do. However you're giving, whether you're giving digitally or if you have a physical offering or if you have already given, um, place your offering in your right hand. For those who have already given, just raise your right hand. Don't lie. Amen. And let's give unto the Lord. God, we come and we thank you for this wonderful opportunity to give, to participate with you in kingdom building. Lord, we thank you for those that are practicing the discipline of giving tithes and offerings. Bless them according to your word. God, we thank you for those who may not necessarily be tithing, but are giving something. God, increase their faith and trust in you to practice the biblical discipline of tithes and offerings. And then, God, for those who feel like they don't have to give anything, continue to tenderize their hearts and minds until they understand that they are most like you, not only when they love but when they give. Take these gifts of ours, O oh God, so that we can continue to serve the less fortunate, serve those that are in need, be a blessing to others who come across our space, and to do the work of continuing to build and repair here at St. Paul Church. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. For those that are on the outer edges of the aisle, if you would look down there, a basket beside you. If you would take that basket, pass it down to the inner aisle and uh, we will receive your offering at this time. I believe a great God deserves a great praise. Can we celebrate our women ensemble and how they have blessed us this morning? Let's give God praise for for them. I want to call your attention for the time that is mine to Psalm 99 psalm 99 Um, psalm 99 and these words are printed in the new king james version of scripture The Lord reigns, let the peoples tremble. He dwells between the cherubim, let the earth be moved. The Lord is great in Zion. He is high above all the peoples. Let them praise your great and awesome name. He is holy. The king's strength also loves justice. You have established equity. You have executed justice and righteousness in Jacob. Exalt the Lord our God and, his wor- and worship at his footstool. He is holy. Moses and Aaron were among his priests, and Samuel was among those who called upon his name. They called upon the Lord, and he answered them. He spoke to them in the cloudy pillar, They kept his testimonies and the ordinance he gave them. You answered them, O Lord, our God. You were to them God who forgives. Though you took vengeance on their deeds, exalt the Lord, our God, and worship at his holy hill. For the Lord our God is holy. I want to preach for the time that is mine the ways of the Holy God. The ways of the Holy God. There's a German theologian by the name of Rudolf. Otto, who some time ago, I believe it was in the early 1900s, particularly probably around 1917, wrote a book entitled The Idea of the Holy, where he uh, deliberates about the attributes and the aspect of the Holy God. For Otto, Holy is more than a moral or ethical aspect of who God is, and is more than us living a righteous life. Uh, Rudolf Otto, this German theologian, connects the understanding of holy to the power of God, which goes beyond you just having an experience or feeling, not based on reason, rationale, or your physical senses. In other words, holy is the very essence of God. Holy is the dynamic that makes God who God is. And anyone who is exposed to the holy God and has an encounter with the holy God is filled with awe, fear, reverence, and respect because there is nothing within the narrow constrictions of time and there is nothing within the earth realm that compares to the holiness of our God. Yet the idea of the holy God and the call for us to be holy, it is a foreign concept in this day and age. Too many people want to duplicate the culture rather than transform the culture and become agents of reconciliation. We don't like to think about the concept of holy because it requires a moral, ethical, and righteous change in our lives, our attitude, and our character so that we'll look more like God and less like the culture. However, we cannot reflect, we cannot imitate the ways of the Holy God if we're not in relationship with God. We cannot demonstrate the liberating, redemptive, transformative dynamics of God if we're not in relationship with God. Uh, I'm taking my time with this because I want you all to get what I'm trying to say. Uh, you and I, we're called to be holy. But we can't be holy if we're not in relationship with the one who is holy. Thomas This is going to be a good sermon. I I, I think I'm on to something now. Uh, uh, Thomas Odin in his writings, The Living God points out how God is free from every moral evil. Power off. I love it. (laughs) I ain't never seen nothing like this before. Um, Yeah, this is going to be a good one today. So therefore, those of us who are called to holiness of heart and life are thereby called to consecrate ourselves And radical obedience to God and his ways. If we're connected to the Holy God, we are expected to demonstrate this connection through our life, our love, and our legacy, whereby God is glorified. Basically, we're called to walk in the ways of God and to glorify God with our words and our works. So holiness, the real aspect of holiness, combined with God's unconditional love is really who God is all about. And when I think about the holy God, I think about the various attributes of God, like omnipotence, having all power, omniscience, all knowing, omnipresence everywhere at the same time, transcendent, far away, imminent, very close to us, majesty, the royal aspect of God, wisdom, eternality and glory. Eternity is the duration of God's holiness. Immutability is the civility of God's holiness. Wisdom is the truth of God's holiness. Power is the strength of God's holiness. Righteousness is the morality of God's holiness and glory is the manifestation of God's holiness. This is what the writer of Psalm 99 presents to us at this moment. This is what is called an enthronement psalm. It deals with the majesty, the royalty, and the sovereignty of God that is directly connected to the holiness of God. And it is this holy God who decides to partner with a sinful, unholy people called Israel. Their issues were being ungrateful, always complaining, wandering from the word the will and the ways of God to worship false idol gods of the culture and yet this holy God continues to roll with Israel considering them to be the apple of God's eye even though they kept breaking God's heart and desecrating God's commandments. So this enthronement psalm This song of God being positioned and seated on a royal throne is demonstrative of God being the king and a judge. And anything about a king and a judge is you know that they sit on a seat of power. And yet the foundation of Psalm 99 is directly connected to the holiness of God. And even though it's hard to understand, even though it's hard to put into words, uh, even though it's hard to conceptualize, the holiness of God will prompt powerful worship and will preempt proper praise. And as I get ready to break down this psalm so that we can appreciate the holiness of God, you and I cannot equate God's holiness to human righteousness, It's more than moral purity and perfection. Holiness, beloved, is the very nature and the very essence of God. In fact, holiness sets God apart from both creature and creation. And yet, it was the holy God that created you and me out of dust. And it is this holy God that wants to be connected to a broken world and it is this holy God that continues to seek out sinful people after we cause to separation it is this holy God that reaches out to us and lifts us out of the miry pit of hopelessness it's this holy God that continues to chase after us as we continue to run far from God it's this holy God that says I want to be with you even though you don't don't want to be with me, the holy God, the holy God. It reminds me, Scott, of that third stanza of that powerful hymn, Holy, 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 where the words go, Holy, 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 though the darkness hide thee, though the eye of sinful man thy glory may not see, only thou art holy. There is none beside thee, perfect in power, love, and purity. In fact, it is holiness that makes God, God. Now this is where I want to take you in some deep waters to take my time with this. Because if God is going to get real praise from you and me, uh, it can't be based upon what is happening. It has to be based upon God's holiness. And when we speak of God's holiness... We're talking about the characteristics of God that makes God God. And it is from God's holiness that all of God's other attributes are based. In other words, God is sovereign because God is holy. God is omnipotent because God is holy. God is transcendent because God is holy. God is creative. Because God is Holy. God is majestic. Because God is Holy. God is magnificent. Because God is Holy. God is imminent. Because God is Holy. God is great. Because God is Holy. God is God. Because God is holy. And when you learn how to focus on the holiness of God and not your hell, that means you lift your eyes from the grime of this world to the glory of our God. And somewhere between your grime and God's glory, you can't help but to give God praise real praise authentic praise genuine praise uh, is based upon God's holiness and if you ever understand that then your giving God praise is not a problem for you it might be a problem for someone around you but when you know how holy our God is <laughs> praise just erupts out of you like like doing a workout and you're sweating what what are some of the ways, the manner, the characteristics of the Holy God that has impact upon us even right now? I want to suggest that, first of all, the Holy God reigns righteously. That's in verses 1 through 3. Verses 1 through 3. We're able to appreciate the reign The righteous rule of God predicated upon verses 1 through 3. In this section, the psalmist informs us about the reign of God. And the psalmist tells us that the reign or the rule of God where it takes place. God, understand, has ruling capacity over all the earth. Ultimately, every last one of us will be subjected to God. If not in this life, certainly in the life to come. The reign of God, the rule of God, literally means that God is ultimately in control. And in the very end, things are going to go the way God wants them to be. And since God reigns, since God rules, uh, we ought to tremble. (laughs) The reason that we ought to tremble it's twofold. The glory of God and the wrath of God. This is where I'm getting ready to separate the wheat from the chaff. This is where the rubber hits the road. Because a whole lot of us love to talk about the glory of God. Uh, the kabod of God. Uh, that's seen in the manifested Shekinah presence of God. We, we love to talk about God manifesting God's self in our worship and in our space. We love to talk about how God shows up in a particular place at a particular time to a particular people. We, we love to talk about all of that. However, a lot of us in the church and in the culture got issues with the wrath of God mm-hmm. it's going to get quiet in here Obama uh, 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 I'm slow walk this today God's wrath I know we don't like to talk about it but God's wrath is God's hatred of evil mm-hmm. God's wrath is his displeasure with sin however here's the problem with God's wrath as far as our understanding of it we equate God's wrath with a sinful corrupted human anger talk pastor but God ain't like us God God is not like your pastor who at times wake up on the wrong side of the bed God, God ain't like you that fly off at the handle. God, God ain't like us that got mood swings, and depending on how God feels that day, that's what you get. God, 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 God ain't like, God ain't throwing things when God gets upset. God, don't cuss you out at the first sign of you doing wrong. I'm preaching better than y'all saying amen. But here it come. When God demonstrates God's anger, it is because of God's love and God's holiness. <laughs> but somebody getting ready to shout. But what I love about God and what I know about God is that the wrath of God is not natural to God's demeanor. Come here just for a moment. It is not natural for God to get angry. It's not natural for God to have wrath. It's not natural like God's mercy and God's grace and God's love. And this is why God is slow to anger. Listen, listen, listen. I'm trying to let y'all know it takes a whole, 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 whole lot to make God mad. It takes a whole lot to ruffle God's feather. That's why God is able to rule righteously because God puts up with so much of our stuff. And that's why we should tremble We should tremble because God, anytime God gets mad, it's justified. All right. We should tremble because the Lord really got a whole lot of stuff that we have done that is recorded that he can bring up against us. And, and so and so and so yes the wrath of God the anger of God is justified but can I tell you something don't don't just tremble on God's wrath and God's anger can I really tell you what you should be trembling about you ought to tremble on God's love and God's grace <laughs> When you think about this tremendous, stupendous fact that I'm going to drop on you, it should make you tremble. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Every time we sin, God has the divine, sovereign, justifiable right to take us out. Mm-hmm. And God will be righteously justified in doing so. However, the reason that you and I should tremble is because God keeps giving us chance after chance, after chance, after chance, after chance, after chance, after chance. chance chance after chance. Why? Because the holiness of God is directly connected to the love, grace, and mercy of God while at the same time hating our sin and demanding a sacrifice for it. And a God that does not hate evil is not a God worthy of our worship and our praise. This is why God is depicted as dwelling between the cherubim because the cherubim cover the mercy seat. Can I do a little teaching here? I'm still in the Bible. I'm still in the Bible. The cherubim, uh, the cherubim, the cherubim, the cherubim, the cherubim were t- uh, two two-winged creatures made of gold that were placed on the Ark of the Covenant, and they face one another, and their wings stretched toward each other, and the tips of their wings touch each other, and it covered the mercy seat. Uh, Alright, y'all don't know what the Ark of the Covenant is? Come here just for a moment. The Ark of the Covenant was the physical manifestation of the place where God supposedly dwelt among the children of Israel, and so every year on the day of atonement the high priest would have to go into the holies of holies to sprinkle the blood of the sacrifice animal on the mercy seat to atone for the sins of the nation and if that priest didn't have his stuff right God would kill him on the spot because if he went into the holies of holies and he was not properly cleansed he would die on the spot but I don't know about anybody else but you and I ought to be glad that we don't have to now go into the holies of holies. Why? Because Jesus took care of that on a place called Calvary. Okay. (laughs) All of this was done. All of this was done in in a place called Zion. Y'all see that in the base, Zion. Zion better known as Jerusalem. Jerusalem known as city of peace. And yet, it is in that place, in that tabernacle, in that temple, where we get a little taste of heaven. Because there's only so much of the presence of God that we can handle. Preach Robert Charles Scott. This is why, this is why the text says that God is above all the peoples. And and the temple and the ark of the covenant are samples of what heaven is like. Let, all right, let me see if I can help y'all. Let me see if I can help y'all. Um, before before microwave and ninja air fryers, folks used to cook. Now we just pop it in the microwave. Uh, but but folks used to cook. My, my mama, my mama, my mama, Dorothy Scott Newsom, uh, down in Mount Southern, Mississippi, used to make cake from scratch. Anybody know about that? My mama, mama didn't use, she didn't use Betty Crocker. No, she didn't use no Duncan Hines. My mama used what was called Swan's cake flour. Anybody know about that? And, and, and she, she used real eggs, real butter. Real sugar, vanilla flavoring, other ingredients. Mama would mix the ingredients, and she would make a batter. And after she finished making the batter, she would let Audrey, Tina, and me lick the spoons, lick the mixer, and run our finger around the bowl. And, and mama, mama used to make what was a sample. Y'all know about that? A, a sample, a, a, a sample in a small pan to see how the cake would rise and how the cake would taste. And after she would fix that sample, it would only be enough to tease us. And she'll let us taste the sample. And Mama would say, "Now, if y'all are good and you do what I want you to do, you could get a big piece of the cake when it's ready." Come here just for a moment. That's what our worship is like in the here and now. God is saying, if you're good, if you hold on to mine and change your hand, I'm going to give you a major taste of what it's all about. Somebody ought to say, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. We're getting sampled down here, but I can't wait to shout up there. yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 and, hold, 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 hold. and not only, not only, is, not only is something that heaven does. not understand that we get a little taste of heaven, but then he says that our God, our God is so incredible. His name is just absolutely awesome. And, and if you know just a little smidgen, if I could use that word, little smidgen of who God is, you ought to know something about the names of God. Now I'm here to let you all know that God's name ain't God. That's a title. Let me say it again. God's name ain't God. That's a title. That's like my name ain't pastor. That's a title. Now now if you call God and you're his child, if you call God, God knows you and he'll answer by the title but the title ain't his name. Just like here at St. Paul, if you say pastor, I'm gonna answer because I'm the pastor, but pastor ain't my name. My mama named me Robert Charles. And folks that really know me, know my nickname. Come here just for a moment. When you really know who God is, and when you really know what God can do, you got some names for God, and you got some nicknames for God. Come here. Anybody know that he's Elohim? God all by himself. Anybody know he's Adonai? the Lord God Almighty. Anybody know he's El Elyon, the most high God. Anybody know he's El Shaddai, God all by himself. Anybody know he's Jehovah, the self sustaining God. Anybody know he's Jehovah Shammah, the Lord that is present. Anybody know he's Jehovah Rohi, the Lord our shepherd. Anybody know he's Jehovah Rapha, the Lord our healer. Anybody know he's Jehovah Jireh, the Lord our provider. And if that ain't good enough for you, all you just gotta do is holler out Jesus and he's still the same God who came in human flesh I don't know who I'm talking to right now but I'm glad I know God and whenever I need God I can call him for whatever specific situation that I need there's something else the text is tailored to teach us and and it's this that, that the God we serve, the holy God, is just. Just, that's in verses five and six. Just, J-U-S-T, just, just, uh-huh, just. Uh, uh, the justice of God is <laughs> connected to the strength of God being king. As a matter of fact, the concept of real justice is directly connected to the word of the king. See, back then, whenever the king gave an official word, it was considered to be good and righteous. But let's be honest, some governmental leaders, some kings, some queens, some presidents, some congresspersons, and other governmental officials say stuff that ain't good and say stuff that ain't just. They're only concerned about lifting up the rich, famous, and fabulous. That's why real justice and equity cannot be found in human institutions. Rather, justice has to be connected to the sovereign God of the universe who knows all the facts. That's why he is the ultimate judge. Preach Robert Charles Scott. Humans only have some of the facts through empirical data and evidence. But they ain't got all the facts like how you're feeling and why you did what you did. (laughs) They don't know how you're thinking and what's on your heart and how you're flowing emotionally. But God knows all that stuff. Because God knows all that stuff. He is righteously judging us. And whatever God says about us, it's right. Whether you like it or not. Now, 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 now. In, 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 this, in this move, there are three words that jump out at me. Justice, righteousness, and equity. Justice can be served by punishing oppressors and the oppressed being vindicated. This is when your wrongs have been made right and the impoverished have their needs taken care of. Righteousness deals with the standards of moral perfection. Equity deals with fairness. I'm here to let you know that we serve a God that will one day handle our oppressors. And God will vindicate everybody that has been done wrong. We have a God that operates in pure righteousness. He's too wise to make a mistake. He's too just to treat us wrong. And when it comes with equity, I don't know about anybody else, but God is more than fair with all of us. And the reason I said that God is more than fair with all of us is because y'all really don't want God to be fair. Mm-hmm, uh-huh, uh-huh. Come here just for a moment. You really don't want God to be fair. Come, don't look at me like that. You really don't want God to be fair. Now I see you putting your hands on your hip. I see you putting your, your, your finger over your lip. Go like, what you mean I don't want God to be fair? Here it is. If God was fair, if God was really, really fair, none of us, none of us from the choir stand through the pulpit to the back door would be here right now. That's why you better give God praise because he looked beyond your fault and he treated you better. (laughs) Treated you better than, treated you better than fair. Can can I tell y'all how, can I tell y'all, am am I taking too long? Am I doing some good teaching? Can I tell y'all how God pulls fair equity and righteousness and justice all together and tied in one neat bow? Here it is. This shout me when I got this move. The holy God who is perfect can have the tendency to show mercy to those whom others feel don't deserve it. To show mercy to the undefiled and the unholy. (laughs) As a matter of fact, God acts on behalf of the undeserved, the defiled, and the unholy the sinner because God's love extends grace to those who don't deserve it now before you start looking at anyone else I'm talking about all of us there is no one in here who deserves God's grace and mercy and you all that's the paradox of being a sinner saved by grace now Don't get it twisted. I love to shout about the grace of God. Grace is God's unmerited favor that's demonstrated toward all of us. In other words, God gives us something we don't deserve. And I love St. Paul and friends to talk about and shout about the grace of God. But I'm letting y'all know that I will run around this block not only because of God's grace, but I'll run around this block because of God's mercy. Uh huh. See, some of y'all can't shout because y'all really don't understand what mercy is. But mercy is when God does not give me the punishment or the judgment that deserve. Now some of y'all can't praise God on mercy because you think you're good and super righteous and holy than everybody else. But I know God has been merciful to me. How many of y'all know that God has given you some stuff you know you didn't deserve? That's God's grace. But how many of y'all know that God withheld some punishment that you did deserve? You know you should have been dead sleeping in your grave a long time ago. And if God has been merciful to you, then you should not have any problem. Worshipping God and giving God praise. As a matter of fact, you better praise God because God has shown you mercy. Can I get somebody in here? They ain't afraid to thank God for His mercy. Every time I think about God, I have to thank Him for His mercy. Should have been dead. Y'all, yeah, that's more than grace, that's God's mercy. Should have lost your mind and gone cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. That's more than grace. That's God's mercy. You know, you should not be here right now. That's more than grace. That's God's mercy. You know, you shouldn't be preaching, shouldn't be teaching, shouldn't be serving, shouldn't be ushering, shouldn't be deaconing, shouldn't be singing. As a matter of fact, you should not even be in the church. How many of y'all know that's more than God's grace? That's God's mercy. Some of y'all want to act like you popped out of the womb, saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost, filled, fire baptized, got Jesus on your mind. The devil is alive. All of us have sinned falling short of the glory of God and have you forgotten that the wages of sin is death but the gift of God is eternal life and since God has been merciful to each and every one of us in here you better praise God even if folks don't like it you better praise God even when folks talk about you you better praise God even if they chip on you you better praise God if they look at you funny you better praise God when things don't go your way you better praise God when they call you everything but a child of God you better you praise God because He looked beyond your fault, and so you need anybody in here to know you got a reason to give God. I got to finish this sermon because this is going to be my last time preaching to y'all for a little while. Uh, so I'm gonna give y'all one more thing, and I'm ghost. Here it is. Uh, the holy God reigns righteously. The holy God is just. But the holy God is also relational. Yes. Right there. Right there, verse 69. Relational, 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 relational. To be relational is to interact with other folk. I don't care whether you're an introvert, extrovert, ambivert. All of us need somebody. You know what tickles me about some of us church folks? We want to go around talking about, I don't need nobody but the Lord. <laughs> yeah, you, you've heard folks say that. Matter of fact, you might have said that. Yeah, you don't need nobody but the Lord, but the Lord used other folks to show you the Lord. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you think you can do this stuff in isolation. You. Listen, being a disciple of Jesus Christ means you can't be a lone ranger Christian. Can't do this stuff by yourself. So, so God, as a matter of fact, God is even relational in God's being, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And that relational God created humanity so that the relational God that is a triune God can be in relationship with humanity. So you got to be in relationship with somebody outside of you. To be relational is to be conversational and to be present with somebody other than yourself. Don't get it twisted. I can go times with not speaking to anybody. But soon that gets old. Uh Uh-huh, that's why I'm married. I got tired nearly 17 years ago coming to a house. Nice house that was empty, and I ain't have nobody talk to. That's I got married because I felt like I wanted to have somebody spend some time with. Yeah, y'all look at me like I'm crazy. Th- that's part of the reason you get married so you won't be by yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so God is a relational God, and He was in relationship with three people Moses, Aaron, and Samuel. Moses, liberator of Israel, brought Israel out of Egypt. Why? Because God had a conversation with him. Aaron became the high priest of the nation of Israel. Why? Because God had a conversation with him and told him I want you to be your brother's mouthpiece. Samuel was a judge for Israel and why? Because God had a conversation with him when he was a young boy and called him at an early age. God spoke then. God speaks now because God is relational and conversational. However, I'm here to let you know, as I get ready to close, that God will not contradict God's character, nor God's word. That's why, Dr. Martin, I'm suspect of folks who say God told them to do something that goes against God's character and God's word. Yep, God is relational. Because God is conversational. In other words, God wants to talk to you and me. God spoke to Moses through a burning bush. And he spoke to Moses on Mount Sinai. God spoke to Aaron in the holy tabernacle. God spoke to Samuel through oracles. And God will speak to you and me in our quiet time and in our devotional time. If we sit still long enough to hear what God has to say. Yes, God is conversational, but can I tell you what really shouts me about this move? Here it is. God demonstrates God's best aspect of relationship because he's the God that forgives. Uh I'm getting ready to sit down. I'm getting ready to sit down. I promise I am. God forgives our sins, but the impact of sin, the consequence of sin is not completely erased. God forgives our sin, but the consequences of our sin aren't completely erased. There are those of us who have testified, we've done some stuff. God has forgiven us, but we had to pay the price for some stuff that we have done. All right, y'all looking at me like I'm crazy. Let me get on your road. Let me come to your seat. Some of y'all drank yourself until your liver got cirrhosis your stomach got messed up you were in a drunken stupor that's a sin God forgives you but you still got to deal with those health challenges some of you all went and had sex with somebody you ain't have no business having sex with and you contracted something God forgave you but you still got to deal with the impact of what happened See, y'all don't, y'all don't want no real preacher. Y'all don't want no real preacher. So, so some of you, some of you did your money wrong. You bought things you didn't need with money you didn't have trying to impress folks you didn't like. And you weren't even paying your tithes. God forgave you. But you're the one that got to work yourself out of debt. Preach Robert Charles Scott. There, there, there are times. Uh huh. I knew I wasn't going to get no help in here. There are times. There are times we have to deal with the consequences of our actions. God forgave Adam and Eve for listening to the stake, but he still kicked them out of the garden. Uh, God forgave the children of Israel for their faithlessness in the wilderness, but they still had to stay there for 40 years. Uh, God forgives us, but we have to deal with the blowback because of our mess. But can I tell you what shouts me? I don't know about anybody else, but I'll rather have life and relationship with a loving and a forgiving God who helps me to navigate some of the crazy, stupid decisions of my life than to have life without that God. I know I ain't going to get much help in here. I know because, see, what y'all want, what y'all want is God to forgive you and to take away the consequence. But I'm here to let you know, give me God and I'll take the consequence. Because if I got God, I can handle. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can handle. I, I, I said I can handle. I, I can handle. I can handle the consequence. But if I ain't got God, how many of y'all know the consequence can take you out? If I don't have God, the consequence can make me, uh, yeah, uh, make me want to lose my mind up in here. But, but, but the, reason, the reason that God should get praise is because God is a forgiving God. God is a prayer answering God. God is a guiding God. And God will avenge us when we're done wrong. That's why you ain't got to worry about trying to get somebody back. Because God says vengeance is mine. I will repay, say the Lord. I'm closing. May the Lord bless you real good. Remember I told you at the very beginning that this is an enthronement psalm. And an enthronement psalm means that it is God sitting on a throne. That when you praise God, you ought to praise God for all his acts. In other words, yeah, you ought to praise God not only for his grace, you ought to praise God not only for his mercy, You ought to praise God, not only for God's provisions, but you ought to praise God because of his discipline. As a matter of fact, I know you can't shout over God holding you accountable. But the only reason that God holds us accountable is because we're in relationship with God that God and it's a holy God that says uh, as I hold you accountable uh, yeah I'm going to get you right and help you to be more like me Uh, that's why our worship and praise is a serious business Uh, that's why our worship and praise is a thoughtful action Uh, that's why our worship and praise uh, should not be some mindless act Uh, and since this is an enthronement psalm uh, Psalm 22 says uh, that the Lord is enthroned in the praises of Israel. Uh, Now, I know you can't shout over that, uh, but can I give you the image of what that psalm says? Uh, It literally means that God sits on our praise as if it were his very throne. So the greater the praise the larger the throne, and the larger the throne, the more God you ought to feel. You didn't get me. Let me say it one more time. The greater the praise, the larger the throne, and the larger the throne, the more God you'll feel. All right, I see six of y'all got one more time. I said, The greater the praise, the larger the throne, and the larger the throne, the more God you feel. Uh, All I'm trying to do is let you know uh, that if you want to feel God in this space, uh, you ought to give God some praise. Uh, And the more you praise God, uh, the more God you feel. Uh, As a matter of fact, do I have anybody in the house right now? Uh, They ain't afraid to testify uh, that every time I give them praise, uh, I feel a little bit better. Uh, As a matter of fact, uh, every time I think... uh, about the goodness of Jesus Uh, and all he's done for me uh, I have to give him praise Uh, and is there anybody here uh, that know that a holy God uh, deserves a wholesome praise Uh, that when you think about how God is uh, you can't help but give him praise Uh, and so y'all got to do like Tasha Cobb said uh, that you ought to put a praise on it Uh, do I have anybody uh, in the house right now uh, they ain't afraid to put a praise on it I'll see y'all later may the Lord bless you real good but if the Lord healed your body put a praise on it if the Lord woke you up this morning put a praise on it if the Lord made you hold put a praise on it if the Lord fought your battle put a praise on it if the Lord's been good to you put a praise on it. Uh, if the Lord brought you through troubled times, uh, put a praise on it. Uh, if the Lord fought some battles, uh, put a praise on it. Uh, if the Lord lift up a bow down head, uh, put a praise on it. Uh, if the Lord wiped the tears from your eyes, uh, put a praise on it. Uh, if the Lord saved you from sin, uh, put a praise on it. Uh, let everything and everyone that has breath. Uh, praise ye the Lord! Uh, I'll see y'all later. Uh, may the Lord bless you real good. Uh, but is there anybody here uh, they ain't afraid to give God praise? Uh, Cause when I think about the goodness uh, and everything He's done for me, uh, I can't help uh, but to give Him praise. Uh, so you ought to go ahead uh, and have a foretaste uh, of glory divine. Uh, Cause when we get to there, uh, when we leave from up there. Uh, And we go and give him praise. Uh, When you get to heaven, uh, there'll be no preaching. Uh, When you get to heaven, uh, there'll be no deaconing. Uh, When you get to heaven, uh, there'll be no singing. Uh, When you get to heaven, uh, there'll be no leadership role. Uh, But one thing we will do uh, when we get to heaven uh, is we'll give him praise uh, and glorify his name. Uh, May the Lord bless you real good. Uh, The songwriter said... uh, When we all get to heaven, what a day of rejoicing that will be. When we all see Jesus, we'll sing and shout, shout and sing, sing and shout uh, shout uh, and sing sing and shout uh, shout uh, and sing oh what a glorious day uh, that will be uh, so I need some folks uh, to help me practice down here uh, if you ain't too scared uh, and you ain't too mean uh, and if you know uh, heaven is your home uh, go ahead and practice uh, give them praise down here here go ahead and practice glorify him down here go ahead and practice worship them down here go ahead and practice lift up holy hands down here go ahead and practice shout down here say yes say yes say yes say yes ain't he all right ain't he all right ain't he all right say yes
3: yes yes yes
0: yes yes ah!
3: Ah!
0: somebody say uh, it don't take all that but you don't know the hell somebody went through to make it right here so let everything and everybody praise you the lord say yes Deacons come, deacons come, deacons come, deacons, deacons come. Mm. Deacons come mm. a holy God. 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 No, <laughs> I want to take this opportunity to invite some person who may not know this holy God and the partner of your sins to get connected. And a holy God requires that we be in relationship, and that relationship is demonstrated most profoundly, by being connected to the church. And to aspire to holiness. This ain't a a fun subject to preach about, like I'm getting my breakthrough, I'm getting my healing, I'm getting my car, I'm getting my house. But you can have all that stuff and still go to hell. you can have all of that stuff and still be miserable but when you have a holy God he gives you something that the world can't give nor take away so our deacons stand our deacons are out in the aisle to receive persons who may want to come and be in relationship with their holy God I want to lead you in a prayer of new life of a brand new start of making a decision and and I want you to understand this prayer does not save you it's your faith your trust in Jesus Christ that saves you this prayer is you articulating out loud that desire to be in relationship and if you believe this prayer you trust this prayer you you cling on to this prayer salvation is yours because of the faith in Jesus Christ so all heads bowed all eyes closing. and if you would repeat after me holy God I want to be in relationship with you forgive me of my sins Help me be the person you want me to be. I believe you sent Jesus to die for my sins. I believe you raised him from the dead on the third day. And I believe one day he's coming back. But until then, holy God, give me your Holy Spirit so I can live for you. Thank you for the gift of salvation. In Jesus name I pray this prayer amen keep those heads bowed just for a moment hear me hear me well if you just prayed that prayer you meant that prayer you're sincere about that prayer you've never been baptized you've never confessed Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior or maybe you did but you didn't mean it but now you mean it you want a relationship with this holy God if that's you I want you just do me this favor this is your this your moment of public acknowledgement, just hold up your hand. If you prayed that prayer and you want a relationship with the Holy God, just hold up your hand. Hold up your hand. You prayed that prayer. You want a relationship with the Holy God. Just hold up your hand. 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 You prayed that prayer. You want a relationship with the Holy God. Hold up your hand. Hear me. Hear me well. If you have your hand up, if you got your hand up. Get your material, get your things. I want you to come down front. I want you to come down front. We want to help you to understand what it means to be in relationship with the Holy God. If you will move right now, if you will move right now, if you will move right now, God bless you. If you will move, if you move, come on down. Come on down, come on down, come on down. Now, I'm not asking you to come down for a prayer for a personal issue. I want you to come down because you're making the decision for Christ come down you're making the decision for Christ here's my second call if you're here you're saying listen pastor I'm saved I know the Holy God I got a relationship I got the Holy Spirit but you haven't been connected to a church you hadn't been connected to a church for quite a while you've been doing the stuff virtually or you've been online uh, and and you want to connect to a church I would love to be your pastor these men and women love to be your brothers and sisters in Christ And if you're here right now, and you're looking for a church home, you're looking for a place to connect, I would love to be your pastor. If that's you, would you hold up your hand? And somebody will walk with you, somebody will walk with you. If you'll hold up your hand, somebody will walk with you? Somebody will bring you on down. Amen. Amen! Amen! Will there be another? Will there be another? Will there be another? Come on down, walk them all the way down. 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 Amen. Amen. brother. Brother Reggie just set her on the pew right over there, amen. I won't have to stand too long. Come on, let's give God praise. Will there be another? 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 There be another? If you're watching us online and you want to either join as a candidate for, for want to join as candidate for baptism and give your life to the Lord, or you want to join our church, if you're on Facebook or YouTube, just put in the chat Salvation or Connect. One of our digital ministers will reach out to you, let you know what the next steps are. If you're watching us on YouTube or you're listening to us on telephone, do me this favor. Email us at connect or call us at the church at 704-334-5309. By 5 o'clock tomorrow, somebody from my office will, well, five, yeah, tomorrow tomorrow because we check our messages by five o'clock tomorrow somebody will reach out to you from our office and let you know what the next steps are to become a part of the saint paul church just leave your name and your number we would love to have you to be part of our church and help you to understand what it means to be in relationship with the holy god saint paul can you help me to celebrate these that have made the decision to walk